0: Hey, what's up guys? Welcome to another episode of the Modern Goonies Podcast. I'm your host, Trevor King-Minor, hanging out with my badass co-host, Michael Ross.
1: It's your boy, Michael fucking Ross.
0: And tonight we have a guest, my good friend, Harrison Hoyt. What up? So welcome to season one, episode eight, and tonight's topic is music taste. So we're going to kind of go through how our music taste has evolved over the years, along with some of our greatest inspirations and how we all came to become musicians. So, uh Michael, thanks for joining us tonight, man. I know you were all fucked up on your uh on your are you getting a phone call? Do you need to answer it? Yeah. You piece of shit.
1: shit. (laughs) It's too late. It fucking Who who was that? Uh the bank that's helping me consolidate my debt.
0: Oh fuck. That's a serious (laughs) phone call.
1: You should probably take. That. Yeah, you
0: could have You going to just been like hello, oh, and I would have just cut it. Fuck the podcast, man. Yeah. bro. Fuck.
1: <laughs> oh well. Um,
0: <laughs> where do I need to fucking pick up for? I don't even know.
1: <laughs> I assume like right.
0: All right. Anyway, so yeah. Um. Thanks. Thanks for joining us tonight, Michael. I know that you. Uh, you have a thesis to write and uh, it didn't seem like you were going to be able to make it, but I'm glad you are because you're one of like the three music dudes that we need. You have nothing but chaos going on in your life right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bro,
1: it fucking sucks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So,
1: um, I'm having a bad time.
0: Yeah. Hey, you'll get there. You'll just have, you have to write an entire thesis in a, in a week. So Two
1: chapters of a thesis. Thoughts and prayers. Is- in three days. Four yeah, days.
2: this is what you get for studying physics, dude. That's nothing. That's nothing. Yeah, nothing. Oh,
1: no, yeah. nothing. Mm, write my thesis, bro.
2: Dude, I can't even read.
0: <laughs> okay, we'll pick up from here. Anyways, so I think maybe one of the more interesting ways to go about this is why don't why don't we kind of start with how we all got into making music? So th- for those who don't know, both all three of us, me, Michael, and Harrison, are musicians in our own right, and we all kind of have different styles for sure. And we've all been into it for like a long time, ever since we were like really young. So I actually don't know the stories of how you guys got into it. And I actually have like a, like a cool little tidbit about you that Michael informed me of, and I'll, I'll get to that in a, in a minute. But why, yeah, right. why don't we start with that? So Michael, how did you kind of get into music?
1: Well, uh, it was actually because of Guitar Hero, <clears throat> or sorry, Rock Band. So the song Welcome Home by Coheed and Cambria oh, fuck. is the song that I credit with getting me into music creation.
0: Hell yeah, I really? heard, yeah,
1: like, you know that The ending part of Welcome Home Where it's like choral and oh, yeah. like sick as shit Whoa. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly I was like, god damn I have got to learn how to play that So that Christmas, I asked for a guitar I asked for an amplifier, and I got both So, uh, I mean that was Before 2010 Really? Yeah, cause that was when I was still living in Plano So I got that shit, I started Just fucking around on it And then we moved to uh, Quinlan, and then Gary started teaching me how to do some shit, and then he gave my stepbrother and I a like this a multi-track recorder.: Oh, shit, like one of those one of those real basic ones.: Oh, but, yeah,
0: because Gary's like super into music, isn't he?
1: Yep. Huh Yeah, so from there, well, I mean thats that's how I started. We'll leave it at that
0: okay there we go harrison what about you this is now you're asking me how i like what got me into recording music just make like like picking up because you play guitar so like just kind of like picking up guitar (laughs) for the first time learning your first instrument Um,
2: honestly like a lot of the same reason like what he said Mm -hmm. and the only thing i can add that's different um aside from like you know playing guitar here with my friends or whatever like i remember specifically what like started it for me was I remember the the when I was 15, the year right before I got a job, mm-hmm. I was doing, this is the golden age of doing absolutely dick <laughs> the, all day long. All and right. so like I had any, I had all day long to do whatever I wanted, right? And this is also like at the very end of when Headbangers Ball was on like MTV mm-hmm. and like basically when MTV was like becoming ridiculousness, right? And so like, I remember just, at the time, Metallica putting out Guitar Hero, their own Guitar Hero. Mm -hmm. Um, They just come out with a new album, Death Magnetic. And I remember just like, it was just Metallica to the veins. Like, it was just like, (laughs) always. And like, they blew my mind. And so like, I always remember just like, hearing these riffs that like, I just had to figure out how to play them. Because I listened to them so much Mm -hmm. that I'm like, I feel like I was catching on to something. And so like, I remember... Um, when we were friends, like you got a guitar and I was like, man, there's no reason at this point I shouldn't get a guitar. So I was like, I got one. And (laughs) so it started from there.
0: Wow. Okay. That's pretty cool. Um, so I actually got into it for similar reasons as both of you. So, um, what I've always been fascinated with guitars though, like ever since I was a kid, I would always like kind of just, if someone had a guitar, I'd like fuck around on it. Like I loved it. Sure. And then what really got me into it was guitar hero Mm three. Cause you and I, me and Harrison used to play it like non-religiously like every day we fucking loved it we were obsessed with it all, was a like, dick measuring contest yeah it was point. so yeah <laughs> it was so fucking cool and um that kind of got me into um well that kind of that got me into like whole new genres of music because mm-hmm. like you know that that's early thousands and this is all music from like the 80s and before and, and so it kind of it expanded my music taste and it gave me like a deeper appreciation for it and then um i just um i got a i got a guitar like one year my, my dad's coworker was like because i mentioned i wanted to start learning and mm-hmm. so my dad's co-worker was like oh here you go and so he gave me like one of his old guitars and he gave me a um like like a book it was a picture book of chords is what it was okay and um i taught myself to play guitar just by looking at the pictures of these chords i didn't know was it just like a hand on a neck yeah, that was Well, so it was that, but then like right next to it, it would show you Tabs. like the strings of like okay. where you would put your fingers.
1: Like and, a chord chart.
0: Yeah, yeah, kinda like yeah, it was like a chord chart. But mainly I was mainly learning just from looking at that. And then I was kind of like sure. looking up as like what chords like go together. I don't know shit about this. But so that, that's literally how I learned. And that was before like YouTube was a big thing. So I wasn't Googling videos on sure. how to play. I was just literally just like looking at these pictures. And um what kept me on it was um what was it, like some, like the first song I ever wrote, like it was like the end of my sixth grade year and some girl had like broken up with me and I was like super upset by it and I only knew like three goddamn chords because I was learning how to play like, well, what, what the fuck was it, like knocking on heaven's door and it only needs like three or four chords and so like I wrote my own like three chord Was that song. GCD?
2: Yeah, Isn't yeah, it? literally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You know, it's
0: G, D, C and then sometimes you throw in an A minor. Just sure. Yeah, and fucking... I, and like from there, I just kind of like fell in love with it. I was like, "Oh, this is like a good way to get closure about things. This is dope." And so I just never stopped from there. And that that's how I that's how I got into it. Sure, but yeah. So how did you guys like actually learn how to play the guitar? Then like 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 you like how did you actually pick it up? Man,
2: so I took so at the time we were like like I mentioned like you got guitar first, mm-hmm. and then um, I got like a starter um, squire. Uh, like candy apple red starter mm-hmm. kit with like the shitty amp and everything. Yeah. Um. So I got lessons. So uh, I took lessons for about I want to say maybe a year and a half. Okay. Um. He was a blues guitarist. His name. Oh, that's dope. Oh my god, I forget his name. But he owned uh peghead guitars in Rockwall.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
2: Have you ever seen, Have you ever been in there? Yeah. I, yeah. I went in there. Have you ever a seen couple the old times. guy with the white
0: hair? Um, it, I had only gone in there a couple times, but I would go in and, and okay. like browse guitars. So like, at
2: the time. I was some like little shitty kid that like just wanted to learn like metal right yeah. and like <laughs> i really wish i didn't yeah but, like I, I did learn something from him obviously like i learned like my first song i ever learned was a uh, wild thing super simple um and then he gave me like a blues tablature book like this thick mm-hmm. and um same, same kind of thing with tabs yeah uh, i didn't learn sheet music i that shit is like a foreign language. I, I don't know.
0: Michael might it, be the only one in this
2: room that knows how to read sheet music. I yeah, do not know that. How. That shit is like, yeah, I, I can't. But I learned from tabs and um, I learned like basic rhythm, I guess you would say. Yeah. And then kind of like what I was saying earlier, I was, after I learned like rhythm and staying on time and everything, like mostly, I guess, on time, yeah. um, I was getting into uh, more like heavier music, like Slipknot, Mm -hmm. Metallica, um, Pantera. And so like, Mm -hmm. I eventually like just kind of sold my way up to getting better equipment. And, um, ever since then, I just like you, and and then at that time YouTube was getting like covers on there Mm -hmm. and like people were doing covers, putting, uh, uploading tabs and like ultimate guitar was becoming a thing Mm -hmm. if you've ever heard of it. Oh yeah. I use it for everything. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so like, that's pretty much how I learned like everything like that. And, uh, yeah. Just obsessing. Obsessing yeah. is probably the best word to say. Yeah, obsessing that's... over trying to learn.
0: Yeah. that. that I mean, that sounds about right. Um, yeah, I've got a bad habit of like, for as long as I've been playing, I should definitely be better, but cause I have a bad habit of like, when I kind of pick something up to like do what I want to do with it, I kind of stop like learning like unintentionally cause it's like, uh, you get complacent, I guess. Sure. Um, but yeah, I always stuck with, like, I liked lead, but I have a very hard time of playing lead and, like, singing. I like to sing with my stuff. Yeah. And I, I find it very difficult to do both of those at the same time. So I've always just kind of stuck more with rhythm, um, and I've just kind of, like, stayed there. I've picked up, like, more lead stuff, but I really only do that when I'm, like, recording music. I don't actually... You know, I rarely incorporate any type of lead along with the rhythm stuff. So I usually kind of just stick to that. But uh, Michael, so I know you, you mentioned a little bit about like Gary and whatnot, but how did you actually learn? Like just.
1: I mean, I just taught myself how to read uh, guitar tabs, which obviously isn't too difficult, but I mean, everything that I did, I started with uh, guitar tabs. And really, I had a. I guess I had a leg up on people who taught themselves because I had a music background when I started. Like I was in orchestra, so Mm. I like I knew like how notes should sound in a scale and arpeggios because we went over that in orchestra class. Michael
0: plays the viola as well and the keyboard.
1: Word, I didn't know that. Viola,
2: at least I didn't know.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. What What is that? I don't even know what that is. It's a bigger violin with a lower range. So the highest It's like a baritone violin Yeah Yeah like a baritone violin
2: Yeah Tight
1: Hell yeah So I mean yeah I just Practice guitar tabs um, But really Even before that like it was really shitty i was just listening to songs and then trying to match the notes <laughs> right yeah
0: yeah man i hate that i've tried doing that playing to ear a little bit and i fucking i hate it I everyone's do it. done that yeah man. it's like uh. but um so the thing i wanted to i like pointed out a minute ago that i wanted to mention so you know you and i we kind of stopped talking like a little bit through the years you know just kind of like going through like middle school and like early high school we didn't right. really talk like too too much so um we kind of fallen out of contact and so i, I meet michael and we kind of are talking about maybe doing a band and like Michael blew my mind because I could only ever do rhythm, but then Michael would come in and just kind of like listen to something and just start writing like lead parts. Sure, and I'm like, damn, I was always so impressed by that. And so I remember telling him one day, and I was like, because I knew a couple people that played guitar in Quinlan, <clears> and I was like, I was like, you might be the best guitar player that I know. I was like, you're really good, Michael. And he's like, hey, and he's like, thanks, I really appreciate that. And he's like, there's, I, he's like, honestly, in my opinion, there's only one guy that's better than me, and that's Harrison Hoyt. And like literally, I just like stopped and I looked at him and I was like, Harrison? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, Harrison can play guitar. I didn't know that you had like completely learned to play guitar at when this was point.
1: this this had to have been i mean what 2011
0: 2011 2012 it was if it was not late middle school it was early high school it had to us. be early high school because yeah. the
1: first time i ever met you was in
2: guitar class or that guitar club thing in high school
1: i don't even remember yeah. that dude so like, there has
2: to be because I like, literally that was the first time i met you and it was like dude yeah i remember being like this dude has a fucking sick Jackson. And I was like, hell yeah. Yeah. So
1: maybe ninth grade, 2000. Oh yeah. yeah, For you. 2012. Okay. Mm. Okay. That's wild.
0: Yeah. So he hit, I I appreciate that. He hit me, he hit me with that. And I was like, Harrison, like Harrison Hoyt. He was like, yeah. I was like, Holy shit! I didn't realize he like completely picked up guitar, and he was like, "Yeah, he can do like pitch harmonics," and I I cannot do that. And he was oh, like Harrison's dude. like really good, and dude. I was like, "Holy shit!" I was like, "Well, good for him, good for you him." You can man.
2: ask uh, Sawyer how much I annoyed him with those. So like that was like the first like extravagant thing I learned, like because yeah. like I I pretty much learned how to do chugs, and I pretty much learned how to do like a heavy rhythm section, right? Mm-hmm. And like when I learned how to do pinch harmonics, if you know anything about zach wilde oh yeah you know yeah. that dude is just like <laughs> over the top with it and yeah. so like i would like we the first song i think i ever had recorded with sawyer was a cover of like crank that and it was like oh, a really? guitar co- it was something like that yeah but like Soar's doing like screaming over yeah. and i'm just going it was just ridiculous <laughs> it was so stupid but like Uh, like i I got a lot better at it but like yeah dude like once you learn how to do that i feel like everyone goes over the top with it
0: well yeah i feel like it's hard not to because then you kind of start feeling like a god i mean just me learning like basic axe scales i'm like sitting there fucking just sliding around on those until my fingers are basically bleeding for sure yeah shit okay so um to kind of jump topics and go down some of these uh a little bit so what was some of the music that y'all were interested in? Like kind of growing up, not, not quite to middle school. Cause I feel like when your music taste really starts to develop, it's around like middle school to like early high school. I feel like that's when you really kind of start getting a sense of what it is that you like, but what is it that you guys were interested in? Like kind of like before middle school, like what did you kind of grow up listening to?
1: Three days, grace breaking Benjamin. Um, uh, let's see. So three days, grace breaking Benjamin, uh, with the simple plan. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Jimmy eat world priestess disturbed like mm. all of these people this is gonna sound so fucking lame so be prepared oh god but all of these bands were uh oh, corn too all oh, of these yeah. guys were in runescape music videos
0: okay i didn't know those a- gotcha existed.
1: yep okay they used to be the coolest shit hell in yeah like oh well that's grade <laughs>
0: i thought this was gonna be like the lamest shit you'd ever said but that was that was that's not bad no not <laughs> at all. Oh.
1: I mean it feels that way sometimes.
0: Nah, bro. You're you're among fellow nerds. You're
2: you're fine. <laughs> I feel like that's like super typical for a teenager around that yeah. time. That that like knowing how old you are, that makes complete sense. Yeah.
0: What um, what about you? What what was some of your stuff uh, that you like to listen to growing so up?
2: So I was around a lot of country music. Mm-hmm. Like like before I cared about music, but like I can tell you for sure what made a mark was like my dad, I remember when he got iTunes. Uh, for the first time. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so like we were sharing stuff and I remember like my allowance, I would literally at the time when I found out what iTunes was, like my allowance would go towards like a $15, like iTunes card. And I would buy, like, I would sit there all week thinking like, what songs am I going to buy? Or like what album and shit. And so, um, my dad, when he first got it, he, we would always drive around. Um, in the summertime, I remember this specifically when we were living on the lake and, uh, he would pull out his iPod Nano. Is that the one, the black one? Oh, the
0: big black one. Like that it was wasn't like...
2: fat, but it was like it had a camera. It was the first one with a camera on it.
0: Oh, it was like the iPod. That would be like the Touch. Then it I wasn't thought, a Touch. I thought the
2: Nano was the one. It had that a circle like still. Really still. It had a tiny screen. Oh shit! I don't know. Anyway, which one. that one.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: and it was Van Halen, White Snake. And uh, like Ario Speedwagon, like basically like eighties hair metal. Okay, and like yeah, I yeah. remember just absolutely fucking loving Van Halen, and like it, I think that was probably the first bit of heavy music I listened to. Something I and I'll probably mention this one or two times, but like my morbid curiosity, once I hear something just kind of like ridiculous, always peaks with me in music. And like at one point, I mean, I found it already where there's a wall of like ridiculousness when it comes to music but like mm-hmm. i think pushing the envelope is always something that draws my attention yeah like obviously with van halen eddie mm-hmm. playing guitar is what brought my attention um high vocals you know wow yeah. type shit like that yeah but yeah it was definitely 80s music for sure For really? sure yeah
0: yeah that's kind of so like before that i want to say around like because like I said, whenever Guitar Hero 3 came out, it kind of like really opened up my music taste to just like a whole other world. I was like, I didn't even realize, oh, you can listen to old shit and like it. Like, you know, <laughs> you didn't even, didn't even realize you could do that. I think beforehand, I, I always liked like pop music as a kid because my mom would constantly just be fucking jamming For on sure. 106.1. Mm-hmm. And then my dad, my dad was always up to date on technology. So like, you know, as soon as the first like iTunes and iPod came out, he, I mean, he was like early adopter. Like day that shit comes out, my dad had it like. And um, so you, you would hear you would hear stuff, but no. Even when I was when I was young, I was. But when I was young, I always really liked um, like pop punk music. Like that was always kind sure. of my like. I feel like I've always had an affinity towards that because I. Um, Listen to like Simple Plan. Like when that first Simple Plan album came out, I had that shit like in the car on repeat, nonstop. Like in my own little like radio head in my room. I loved that fucking album. Heartbreaker. Oh yeah. And yeah, then um, what was it? And then Simple Plan. Like my dad was a big Simple Plan fan. So, really? Not not Simple Plan, motherfucker. Sum 41. He uh, my dad was uh, a big, Oh really? Uh, my dad, was a, oh, my dad really? was a big Sum 41 fan. So he had like their their first few albums. My dad actually met them on a plane. No once shit. And got like all their autographs. That's like yeah, they sick. were they were flying all flying into Dallas uh, together. <laughs> I always had like, yeah, I always had a huge affinity towards kind of like pop punk in its own way. And then just like general pop type stuff. Cause my mom always had like one Oh six point one play in. And that was kind of like what she liked to listen to. But then when I got to, um, like when guitar hero three came out and we were listening mm-hmm. to that, like it was like 80s, 70s. Like I oh, loved yeah. Led Zeppelin. Sure. ACDC. I was sure. a huge fucking fan. And then probably my favorite was, uh, guns and roses. i love, oh, I, I fucking it's, loved guns and roses. It's so
2: funny that like, I, I, think guitar hero was so important and yeah. like no joke for the time period i genuinely think it is half of the reason half the people i know and like the people that are around my age probably got into music in general like yeah aside from my dad showing me 80s music like i covered that but like i like i mean i same thing for you i mean like on the way to school my mom had 106.1 going yeah. k-cratic K- in the morning shit like that rest in peace oh yeah kid, oh, man dead. kid craddock fucking, fucking yeah rip. every
0: morning yeah going to school my mom he was played at... my
2: mom's i think he dj'd my mom's prom or something like really that. yeah he used to do djs i think that's fucking but cool anyway i remember like so vividly that you were idolizing the 69 les paul and it was like yes you coveted guitar and it's so and, like I, it's still a good looking guitar yeah and like i remember uh i will always remember that and then oh, yeah. I remember you liking Guns N' Roses, Tom Morello, obviously... All, oh, yeah, Rage, from Against, Ga- Rage yeah.
0: Against the Machine, fucking... Oh, I, lo- I love them, too. And it's another thing you mentioned that's
2: funny, so when your dad... Uh, i remember riding in the back of his truck with you and he Mm. gave us his ipod Uh and we were listening to his songs on there and there was this song by metallica called so what Uh and i remember we would play it and just cry laugh at it because it's so fucking what and like it's like i fuck fuck i (laughs) show my cock right down his throat and it's like i remember like as a kid that was peak humor and like we would just laugh for days at it yeah that's fucking hilarious It's so i've forgotten dude.
0: that that's funny um yeah
2: good ass times
0: damn yeah no so that that's kind of where a lot of my my music taste laid yeah like i love that like guns and roses was just sure uh, yeah they're good i mean i
2: definitely think they're really overhyped i'm like i'm probably gonna say a lot of hot takes but like uh i definitely think slash is a good guitar player i had this discussion before with uh sawyer and like i said that He's a really overrated guitar player because he doesn't know when to stop. Mm. Kind of like Zach Wilde too. Like I think I mean, honestly, my three the three coveted like metal guitar player well, I say metal rock guitar players in metal, Kirk Hammett from Metallica, Zach Wilde from Ozzy and Black Label, and then um Slash, they just don't know when to stop mm-hmm. and they their gimmicks run through time and they just like they yeah. just they never change. And you just know, like a riff from them when you hear it. Like you can just tell. Like if yeah. you if you played it with no description, I'd probably could tell you if it was them
1: or not.
0: Okay, um, so Michael, you have joined us again. Yes. And- how how was everything good?
1: Yeah, everything everything is good. All right, everything there we good. go. Papa bless.
0: Yeah. All right. So we'll we'll hop into the next one. Okay. So what was kind of you know you're coming into middle school with some of like your middle school jams. You know your music is probably starting to warp a little bit at this point. I think I feel like everyone's kind of does. So Michael, what was kind of what was some of the stuff you were listening to?
1: Uh, see, my music taste really uh, like at that time I was in a lot of, I mean Breaking Benjamin. Mm. Little bit of Sum 41, just a bit. Simple plan, Jimmy Eat World, like basically the RuneScape stuff. It yeah. wasn't until high school when everything just sort of coalesced and then like branched out like a fucking tree, it felt <laughs> like. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, at that point, I was listening to stuff like A Daddy Remember, Asking Alexandria, um... A little bit of woe is me like a lot of the more metal oh, yeah. maybe metalcore bands mm-hmm. sure but in the midst of that there was fucking edm fucking edm man yeah it started with it, it was
0: budding from that point and oh yes. yeah
1: i listened to skrillex for mm-hmm. like the first time around <laughs> freshman year and zach i remember zach made fun of me he was like why would you want to listen to robot sex noises and he said <laughs> what do djs do do they just Step on the fucking stage and Transformers having sex. Yeah. (laughs) And that was funny at the time, and I realized how how fucking wrong he is.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, because well, that was kind of like the criticism when it was like first getting popular. <laughs> it was like, oh, what? yeah, exactly. That's like, what? You're going to go to a show and watch people press buttons like fucking this ain't a concert. And then it's like, yeah, then you go to one. You're like, OK, this is dope as shit. Hell yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Anyways, not to get onto EDM, yeah, EDM too much, but OK. Yeah. So all right, so I guess we can kind of do that. We can kind of transition into more like middle school, high school, like what we were listening to, how our music tastes. Harrison, what? Honestly, kind of the same. So
2: like, I I was branching out of the old school shit because like, eventually you hit a wall and you're like, okay, like, is there anything new worth listening to? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like, eventually hitting that wall and um, watching uh, MTV Headbangers Ball. I remember specifically, I oh, okay, I can tell you actually for one that I when I met Sawyer, I, it was mm-hmm. in middle school. So mm-hmm. like, uh, I, I will straight up thank Sawyer for this. Mm-hmm. So middle school ball. B- basketball um dude the only dude i ever talked to really out of it and he had his old like zune or some shit and uh he showed me august burns red and that oh, blew my fucking mind yeah. it was back burner and i to this day it's like I remember listening to it in awe. Like what? <laughs> and he was like, "Dude, guess what?" I'm like, "What?" He goes, "They're Christian." I'm like, "What?" Okay, <laughs> I see, was like,
1: "How?" <laughs> hold up. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. No, you're good. So Ashton Long, Trevor, you you remember? I might him. have to fucking bleep that. But go ahead. Sorry. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So a friend of mine in <clears> middle <throat> school, sure, high school rather, showed me um, uh, what the, what the uh, abandon all ships. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. Mm. And abandon all ships was what really got me into like the screaming, sure, screaming ish sure. music. Yeah. That was hard as shit, dude. I uh, at least back then in my mind.
2: I definitely was so it was weird. So like I was branching into like the more like I don't want to say experimental, but it was like um, definitely not, I was getting into more underground slash like up and coming like stuff. Mm-hmm. So like what he was saying like metalcore. Like, uh, because what Sora showed me, August Burns Red. Yeah. And then, um, at the time I was in youth group going to church and stuff. So mm. like, I remember, uh, my dad had, uh, he only had cable at his house mm. and there was this channel called JCTV okay. and it was a Christian, uh, is
0: it Jesus Christ TV? Literally.
2: <laughs> and, uh, it would come on at 12, 12 or no, it would be on all day, mm-hmm. but like, it would be like a teen, like. Yo, what's up, like fellow Christian teens? Like, right at like twelve a.m. And so all of a sudden, like, it would be like music. You know how like uh, VH1 had like music video Mm. like hour. Mm -hmm. It was like just blew my mind. Like all of a sudden, Underworld came on, Devil's Prada came on, and like uh, My Children, My Bride. I'm throwing some names out there that like you may not know, but like (laughs) all Christian metalcore. And I remember like thinking like for some reason just like metalcore was the move and i'm like i mean literally i i mean so much came from finding metalcore Mm -hmm. it was not even a joke and like warp tour came along and that was in high school and i would live and breathe like alternative press if y'all even read those magazines and everything i followed followed them on twitter oh yeah i was just i mean i'm i'll straight up admit i was a scene kid and like he said i remember dubstep being big i liked it i Mm -hmm. thought it was insane like i thought like it was the newest. I mean, it was the newest thing, and I don't think people knew how to handle it. And I remember just liking it because it was different. And I was like, somehow this is heavy, and I
0: don't know how yeah. to explain it. it. It hits hard, but it's like melodic. So yeah, you're like, how exactly. does this work? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nihilia. Yeah. So I, um, I, I listened to music mainly like just through shit that like my dad would have that he would kind of show me new artists from time to time or really just what was on the radio or what would pop up on kind of like the alt radio stations where it's like, oh, I haven't heard like that band from the 90s. And like you go kind of look up most of their shit. But uh, most of my music came from just like iTunes, like just shit I could buy. So like all my music I bought and owned. And so you you could go through and kind of click like a few songs from the artists that you like maybe liked or maybe didn't. But that was really my only way of finding music. So like a lot of the stuff that I liked was like pretty mainstream. Like I was a huge Coldplay fan. Like I loved Coldplay. Like that was kind of... And then, you know, just, like, kind of popular, like, Green Day. I was a fucking huge Green Day fan. Weren't you a big fan of Cranberries? Yes, I loved the Cranberries. And I, I discovered them because they were on my dad's fucking yeah. iPod. I loved the Cranberries. Okay. Um. So that was kind of my way of, like, finding music. And then all of a sudden, so, like, end of my freshman year, John and Mark introduce me Mark to uh, Edge It. Okay. Introduce me to the fucking service that changed my life and it was fucking Pandora. <laughs> like like seriously, I was they were like, "Hey, you should like listen to this." And like I was kind of like skeptical. I was like, well, "What the fuck is this thing?" And they're like, "Yeah, it's like plays radio stations." I was like, "Well, we have the radio for that." Like, "No, just like you can pick artists. Like, here just try it." And so it, like it was like it, like Michael said earlier, like a fucking like a tree just completely branched oh, yeah. out, like bloomed like immediately because like I could put in like my couple artists that I like. Sure. And then now I can, f- I'm listening to songs I didn't even know fucking existed. Sure. Because of Pandora. And so, like, that's where, so I kind of missed, like, the scene, scene, like, moments because a lot of people were kind of getting into that in, like, middle school. Right. And I wasn't getting into it until, like, you know like almost my sophomore year basically so like i kind of missed like some of these artists and people like oh yeah i've been i've been listening to them since i was in sixth grade and it's like (laughs) i literally got that a couple times like okay well i just found them and they're cool so fuck off but um sure and so like yeah that's when i got into just like everything like mayday parade just all the all the all the like quintessential like pop punk and that that's where i figured out that's where my tastes lie i was a huge paramore fan i listened to a bunch of their shit and then i was super skeptical on a day to remember for a really long time because i didn't like screamo at all i hated it like i was like i would shit on it all the time i was like it's not even fucking music You're just screaming into a mic (laughs) like dirt like fucking i just i thought it was so dumb that's what they all say but the one song that changed that changed my opinion entirely was john and mark showed me if it means a lot to you and i was like I was like, wait, hang on. These motherfuckers can like make normal sound and music. Hold up, and white they,
2: girl moment. Yeah,
0: and I was like, <laughs> I was like, hang on, they can make like normal music. And then so from there, I was like, I was like, okay, this song is good. Maybe I can like kind of like that introduced me to it. And then from there, it's like I I loved I loved fucking scream. I was a huge a day to remember fan. Sure. Um that's just, a good album, man. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the best. It just sucks because yeah. like I so overplayed that that like I can't go sure. back and really listen to it anymore because it's just like immediately transported to <laughs> fucking you know uh, yeah. skinny jeans and slicked back
2: hair. <laughs> shit dude i was a part of it man i'm i mean i'm not gonna act like i wasn't i mean yeah like you said about pop punk i i mean i got into pop punk my senior year i'm mm-hmm. not even fucking playing I, I was literally i remember who i was with it was can i say names yeah okay um i can't even remember the names there <laughs> but, go. Oh, uh, that's easy to believe but i i remember uh Oh, Kenzie Amos. That's what it was. Oh, okay. Kenzie Amos showed me real friends, neck deep in the story so far. Yeah. And um, it was my senior year. Um, and I was like, oh, that's cool. It kind of reminds me of the 90s. Mm. Um, but like more sad for sure. But um, I definitely got more into it like after uh, graduation. Yeah. <laughs> no joke. But Oh, yeah. No your that's... graduation, but <laughs> no reference <laughs> that, there. Well, that's but... pretty
0: much... So like I... Um, I was into like Different types of like Pop punk I was kind of like I don't know if you know Who like the Dangerous Summer is I mean Michael knows them But like So they were more like It was like pop punk But like super underground Like these people that like Search the City Was like my favorite band For years And no one has Fucking heard of them Like ever What was
2: it? Search the City City. Oh I think it's Circus Yeah no no Search
0: the City And I mean like I loved them They were fucking amazing And so like That's kind of like Where my music lied And so it was like Pop punk that like You had maybe heard Like a song or two from Like if I played it You'd be like Okay like I've heard that Okay. Uh, probably playing in like some skater dude's basement, like fuck sure. you, just you've heard it somewhere. And then my pop punk wasn't like opened up into like true like what everyone considers is like the pop punk community until you. Me? You were the, you were the one that did it because uh, you showed me that Turnover album, and that's another like pivotal. So like, there's Pandora, and then there's. Harrison showing me turnover, that, that like <laughs> fucking. Think, and then like Guitar Hero 3. Like those are the three things that completely changed my music taste Dude, like for it's life. It's funny because
2: like I remember when I discovered that album, I literally kept seeing the fucking album cover. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm like one of those. And this is because I'm a metalhead. And mm-hmm. I feel like this is what a lot of people like especially older metalheads that didn't have like iTunes or whatever before they would literally judge an album. If they didn't know the band by the fucking cover. Oh really? Yeah. Most of the time. I mean, you could ask anyone from the nineties or eighties before them, before like Napster, before fucking anything. Yeah. Like they would literally pick an album because the album cover like, and so, uh, I always saw that album cover. Like when it came out, Mm -hmm. I didn't listen to it for like a year. And then I remember when I heard it. And so like, when I found pop punk was at a time where like I was going through like a two, like a big breakup. Mm. And so like, you know, angsty fucking cutting my fingers off. Fucking, (laughs) you know? And so like, I remember finding That's literally
0: the title of the
2: song. (laughs) Don't send help. But like, I remember, uh, listening to it and like, I wouldn't even call it. I mean, obviously they're part of the pop punk community, but like not that. Yeah. I know what you're saying. They're like, I remember them and they weren't even super pivotal because I found them, as I was going out of the breakup into like what I'm now married Mm -hmm. in. And so like there, I do like them though. Definitely like turn. Oh yeah. I know you do. do. Yeah. Um, but yeah,
0: yeah so like so that changed it was so weird because you would show me that album and obviously i would not consider that like a pop punk album that's a very kind of like indie pop album is what it is definitely and um but you showed me that and so like i'm I'm sitting there like because i was in in, at tech at the time shit this was like 2016 man fuck that was a while back and so um that came out in 2014 i think yeah 2015 i think Yeah. yeah um and so I, I like put it on. It's like, Harrison sent me a recommendation. He doesn't send me a lot of those. I'll, I'll listen to it. So I like throwing it on while I was playing like video games. You're know, like me and John, he comes in and like, we're just talking. And then I'm like, fuck, this is good. Like, I'm just, I was like, I just like kept playing it over and like the whole thing. I was like, you, you could just vibe to it. I still do that. Like I put the fucking, like, that's literally the album that's on the record player right now, just ready to go. <laughs> like, I fucking love that album. But so, you know, what did I do? I went into Pandora. I put that shit in as a new thing, like turnover. mm mm-hmm. And then I'm hearing fucking moose blood, I'm hearing neck oh, deep, yeah. I'm hearing modern baseball. <laughs> knuckle puck. Yeah. Is this knuckle puck, motherfucker? Yeah, um Yeah, like it just it opened me up to everything. And then like that, like um like modern baseball is probably my favorite band of all time like i love them so much and i would have never found them had it not been for you like fucking it i'm honored it was just such a pivotal music moment like you have no idea had you I'm not so, introduced me to turn Dude, over, i'm so honored
2: from both of y'all because i feel like there's so much like slept on things that i just put some little <laughs> zest on that I'll, he just created created a fucking like thing I, damn yeah I, I feel so important oh yeah <laughs> i mean
0: i mean seriously like you really were like as far as my music tastes go 100 because like Thanks. like i said like modern baseball probably changed my life like it, it just there were so many songs that i could just relate to not only so like you're a teenager you're phasing out sure. you're kind of going into college and like so many songs are like that at that specific moment in life of uh one of my favorite like song lines by them is like um I'm caught somewhere in between my adolescent safety net and where the world wants me to be. So it's like, you know, you're still technically like an adolescent. and so you sure. kind of get to be like a kid, but at the same time, you know, in your early twenties, you're supposed to start being like sure. responsible and whatnot. And it's like the, all of their music just was so, that's how I felt at the time. Like,
2: it's funny. Sorry so, to keep going on the pop. Oh, go ahead.
1: Oh, oh, okay. So, um, well, one, before I forget, like that's what you just said is something that I would sort of like to touch on, like impactful moments in music. Yeah. Uh, We can put a pin in that for a little bit. I just wanted to say, like, if we're talking about impactful moments with music, mine was definitely one when I watched started watching Runescape music videos.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's definitely number one.
1: (laughs) Like that really formed. I want to say the foundation of my music. I listened to Breaking Benjamin today, like to this day. They're good. Uh, Two, uh, when one of my friends from Plano showed me Skrillex for the first time. Yeah, like that had leaps and bounds of I mean I that's probably not the correct phrase but a insurmountable impact on the music that I listened to from like early 2010s to even fucking today so much so that like 80% of my music library is now EDM yeah and uh after that was a day to remember or like the time I listened to metalcore in early high school because I mean that's also sort of a detriment just because writing music today, like even in EDM, like it's, I can't get away from the metal core chord progression. Sure. No matter sure. how hard I try. Yeah. Like it's, it's very difficult.
0: Yeah.
2: It's so, catchy. That's pretty much yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's good.
1: But that's, that's what I got about that influence.
0: Yeah. Influ- well, I mean, that's another like topic that I kind of had in there was like the, mu- like kind of the moments that influenced you more than anything else. Shit. Um, but so what was, um, so here's one. So what's kind of, how has your music changed just from like leaving high school until now in our early, 20, early to mid, fuck our mid twenties. God damn, we're all about to be 25, 26. Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, from now to kind of like our mid, our mid twenties, like what has anything changed for you? Like what's really, Harrison, hey, why don't you go first? Cause I know you kind of, so yours is going to be similar. So. You're
2: asking like, what's our music taste like now? So like,
0: like kind of like, so like you're 18, you just finished high school. So like, how has it changed from there to now being a 25 Holy year shit. old? Like, well, like what, it, what's like the main difference? What's like anything that feels different to you? Like, how does music feel to you now? Um, whew, damn. So I listened to a lot of shit. Mm.
2: Um, I definitely couldn't cover it all. But, um, I mean, something like I did say before, like I grew up technically listening to country music, but like, Mm I couldn't remember any of it. Yeah. But like I definitely listen to country music now and it's like a weird thing cuz I shit on it so much as a kid. Like, I, I feel like I'm it's easy to shit on. the exact
0: same way. Like my dad always had like the CMT countdown on like oh. every fucking oh, no, Sunday. No, no. Okay, like, yeah. yeah. Let
2: me let me rephrase this before <laughs> someone comes after me. I'm not saying like radio country. Yeah, Pop, yeah, yeah I am yeah. going to stay right yeah, now yeah, it's like the I don't care if I hurt your feelings. Pop country is ass. And I'm considering Keith Urban in there.
0: Oh, man. After
2: <laughs> two thousand like five, I guess, but like,
0: okay, like right. I listen to,
2: anyway. Fair. But like, I listen to country. Um, I listen to a lot of extreme music. Mm. Um, so like, one of them being like Full of Hell, which mm. literally is considered grindcore noise. Interesting. And literally, okay. So the only way I can explain this band is like, I've seen them twice, and literally, it's just not it. It's The peak. This is kind of like that wall of extreme music. Like, how far can you push it? Yeah. And so, like, this band... So, if you don't know what grindcore is, it's basically metal on, like, steroids. It's just fast, Mm -hmm. aggressive, and, like, you could not tell what the lyrics were going to be. Okay. So, like, what you think Screamo is, this is, like, what you really think it is. Mm, And so, like... It's just... It's hard to explain without seeing it. And so, like, basically everyone's playing instruments like there's a bass player guitar player drummer um and then the vocalist right and the vocalist is just doing vocals that just sound like it's just abysmal screaming agonal decaying (laughs) nonsense and so he also has a pedal board of just random pedals and like synthesizer shit and he's just making noise Mm. literally it's just adding background to it yeah it's just chaos it's absolute chaos
0: yeah um Definitely, my extreme music taste has peaked. Um, so why? So why is that? Like, do you um, know of any catalyst that might have like kind of spurred you into that? Like a band like, specifically? Uh, maybe a band, or just like a reason that you're, you you kind of have okay. like morphed into that taste.
2: I can definitely tell you. So okay. again, MTV Headbangers Ball. I was I could tell you exactly where I was when this happened. Actually, I was at Zach Ravel's house. Oh god! Shouts out. Um, he was asleep, and I was just sitting in his bed. Um, about to fall asleep and all of a sudden I heard this band called Cattle Decapitation <laughs> come on and I was like the name itself what mm-hmm. the fuck and then it was a song called the Ooh, I know it was off the album Harvest Floor I can tell you that okay. Um, this band is still current but again this is a band that is grindcore and so this is at the same time I knew about like August Burns Red metalcore and this is when I realized you could push it further and so like this shit blew my mind. Like it was like inhuman fat. I couldn't believe it was real. Like I was like, what? And so I found this band, looked them up. And then I, they were, they're not old, but they're like from the nineties. They've been around for a bit. And then I found out other bands from them. And then from there came listening to bands like Black Dahlia Murder. And then like just aggressive bands. And like, there's just something that like I touched on earlier, like this morbid curiosity Mm -hmm. that like, and that's with, I mean, anything, movies, like, uh... Oh, I
0: know for a fact with movies, we've oh, always yeah. kind of had like, that. it's with yeah.
2: anything for me. Like, I am always try to look for something that's, like, just pushing the envelope. Now, obviously, and I'm not saying I'm gonna like it always, but, like... Yeah. The, the, like, as a kid, I just couldn't believe it. Like, I was yeah. like, holy shit. And, like, I saw the skill it took, and I don't know how I saw it, but I yeah. did. And then I... With finding that, like cornerstone of like extreme music you do find some bands that are like okay you're just talentless (laughs) but like like straight up i'll admit i'll admit but like in front of everybody like there is straight up versions of like what you would call screamo that is like no talent like it's just nonsense well i feel like like you
0: can find a couple of those guys in just about every genre oh yeah for sure but i mean like something you're good about though I, i feel like with just a lot of things in general is that you're kind of really good at finding like you find the art in a lot of kind of like the more morbid or more like kind of like hipster out there things and people aren't really like i would say just like normal everyday people aren't willing to like even consider might have like artistic value like you've always been kind of good about that though sure and i mean i i I won't
2: sit there and act like because like i guess when you say that the first thing that comes to most people's not most people's minds is like oh, like, you like shit that's not cool, or, like, you like shit that's not cool. Oh, I didn't right? really mean it like that. Well, I'm just, I think yeah. some people will, but, like, I think what really was the, like, uh, the second cornerstone for that was going to, like, shows. Mm-hmm. Like, seeing, like, raw, like, people my age doing it was pretty crazy, and I think that's what really spiked my interest to make music, too. And, um... Uh, yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. Like after that, that's pretty much where I am at right now. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, That's
0: where I am now. Okay, so I'll go and then you can go because, like I said, I think your answer is like semi similar. Sorry that to, was so long. Oh, no, you're, <laughs> no, no, worries. you're fine. Yeah, no We're it's a podcast. We get to talk about shit for a while. Um, so I, I would say the way that my music kind of changed from like, you know, ending high school to to now is that I would never say my music was like angsty. I was never, I was never into to music just for the the sake of like oh this is you know, kind of pushing the envelope or the, this is like, oh yeah, they, they hate their parents. Like I was never, I was never kind of like into that. I, I always cared a lot about like lyricism and, you know, a good meaning in a song. Um But it was definitely more like, like harder punk when I was in like high school, I would say like, like, like search the city and stuff like that. Like, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um But then the way it changed is um it, it mellowed out like quite a bit and it kind of, It matched, my music has always kind of matched like the stage in life that I'm at. Um, So, you know, when you're younger, you don't really have like a whole lot of like cares or worries in the world. It's kind of like more punky, like upbeat type shit. And then you get older, you start like really having to think about shit. Then it's kind of like more the modern baseball, like, okay, shit, is this what it's like to like start growing up and finally like entering into the real world? um and kind of like okay you get like some of your first like real world like heartbreaks, and you listen you listen to some of the like the the neck deep stuff about that and then you and then you start progressing kind of like to you know there's a lot more i would say there's a lot more music that i would listen to that is a bit more like existential it, it got more existential and more like you know what is the meaning of life what, what is like what does it even mean to like be sad or to be like happy like it got more existential And then, you know, I was on kind of like the, like the chill, um, like turnover, kind of like dream pop stuff. And then there's kind of like chill pop punk. And then I would say here, here lately, kind of now that, um, you know, I found my way a little bit more like in life, it it is mellowed out completely. Like it's mainly kind of like new wave eighty synth. It's more kind of like poppier and upbeat. Um, dream pop type stuff just kind of like like feel good feel good music because it's like like i said it's always kind of mirrored the way that i've kind of like the stage that i've been at in life um so you know who knows where go where it'll go from now like now when i was a kid i never appreciated like any kind of country but then i get older and now and now i do now i now i do like some of like the dumb shit like the like i <laughs> one of my guilty pleasures is man i fucking love old dominion i fucking i love them like they're so good and it's like you know just kind of like mindless like Oh yeah, like she's looking at me. She's looking good, like kind of music. Like, but it's like you appreciate that more as you get to kind of like a point in your life where that that's how you feel in life. And like I said, I feel like it's always kind of that's how my music has always been. It's always mirrored how I felt. Um, it's just growing up. That's yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, like yeah. I feel like I feel like it's it's matured in certain ways, like less. Like I said, I was never into the super angsty music just for the sake of angst, but like it is, it is less angsty for sure. It, it's less like, oh, everything sucks and I'm sad. Like it's, <laughs> sure. it's a whole lot. Yeah, it's a whole lot less of that. Um, it's funny because like I don't listen to pop
2: punk. Well, okay, I'm not gonna say that. Like, I think the only band I listen to currently that's pop punk is Story so far. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I mean, the time I was listening to them, they were the same. Like, I was going through the same shit. Yeah, like exa- yeah exactly. And I feel like it it definitely is a more effective depending on what you're going through and for me like i'm not going to sit and be like i'm always fucking angry that's why i listen to extreme music yeah. but like like straight up i wake up in the morning and like sometimes i'll either listen to a podcast or I'll listen to like fucking bolt thrower or like a band called obituary like <laughs> it's just to get up like wake yeah. up and yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. not like i'm cranking it but like i mean shit even now like i mean i'm not even old and like sometimes i'm like okay sometimes this metal music shit is like too much
1: so, I was going to say that, uh, like, me and you, Trevor, like, we had very similar, like, a lot of overlap in our music tastes. Oh, yeah, school. yeah, a lot. Uh, but I think some of the stuff that you didn't listen to, I mean, primarily EDM, basically. <clears throat> like, before when I would listen to music, it would sort of be to re- relate to the lyrics because, uh, I mean, I everybody does but i distinctly remember going through a breakup and being like damn this song this song be hitting oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah. oh yeah we, we all, we all have those yeah.
0: we all have those
1: and i think i was actually thinking about this in the car like just a few weeks ago like lyrics used to be the most important thing in a song like okay well actually it was guitar like how the instrument sounded and then lyrics okay but As the years have gone by, lyrics don't even matter to me as much as the musical technique. Like, getting involved in electronic music production is, like, you really see how much skill it takes to make some of these sounds. And so, like, when I'm listening to this fucking, when I'm listening to this EDM, it's like, a sound that's like half a second could make the fucking song. How
2: to feel like a sound.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's a good way to, yeah. So, I mean, I was listening to a song today in the car and there's this one point in the song, uh, this specific song that I really like where like the music just coalesces and then just fucking drops. Mm. And then it, like no lyrics have made me tear up in probably the past several years but that whatever fucking technique that is mm-hmm. like that just hits me hard man dude that's
2: like that's like what filmmakers do with storytelling mm-hmm. but like it honestly <laughs> i I'm, I'm gonna agree with you without even saying more because like i had this it was an edm song okay i say edm i don't know if you'd call it an edm uh it was with you friends long drive home yeah by that's, skrillex
1: skrillex falls under the massive umbrella category of sure. edm like I didn't want a gatekeep. I just know no, people are like, you. Oh my god,
2: what? <laughs> like, no, but We're all gatekeepers. I remember here. when I heard that, like, I was like, Damn, like, I feel it. I've had that with two songs. That one and Never Forget on the Halo that's the name of the song on the Halo three uh original soundtrack. If you heard it, it's like the loading screen when you're playing multiplayer. It's like dun dun dun, dun dun dun. Is that dun dun dun?
1: dun, dun. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> yeah
2: dude dude every time i hear it i'm like bro i'm trying to play with my friends and whip ass and i'm like i got a tear in my eye like what is this they, they they i feel like halo intentionally does that to chill you out and they're like all right you about to whip ass yeah we don't want to play no like call of duty like but they're like yeah
1: <laughs> i love that song
2: i agree with you though i feel like i can respect like, I mean, lyrics take talent for sure. Like Definitely. But writing emotion out of just sheer notes is like, that's talent. that I can respect it more. And I don't mean
0: anything, like no shame on it. But like, I can just respect it more. Yeah, for sure. So that this is actually one thing we can go ahead and segue into this that I did want to talk about. Is that when you guys listen to music, and I know you, you answered this a little bit in what you just said, Michael. But when you listen to music, what is it? that you really look for or that really speaks to you when when you're listening to a song. Like what what is it that you really like the most about music? Michael, we'll hold off on you again. <laughs> Keep answering questions before they come <laughs> up. But uh Harrison, so what what is it that you kind of look for
2: the most in a song? It honestly depends on the genre. Um because I expect certain things from certain genres. Mm-hmm. Um and sometimes that can be a bad thing. And I and just because like um like, with certain genres come certain tropes, I guess, kind of like, you know, like movies and Well, they're called genres for a reason. Right, exactly. And so, uh, like, I guess one in particular that I can say that, like, I found a new thing about was, uh, um, aside from pop punk, I always felt like I hated that I couldn't relate to it, because Mm. there's been a lot of, like, like, I've struggled a lot aside from, you know, the breakup, you know, Mm. like, obviously getting married and going through school while trying to a fucking wedding and you know barely working a job to could pay the bills like i struggled a lot and like um obviously with that pop punk didn't happen like it should have because i expected it to for mm-hmm. laney it did in fact when laney met me this is my wife laney she uh she found citizen from mm-hmm. me and like literally got a tattoo of it within like i think a year of meeting me very good one and she was like If you leave me, I literally will not like I will cut this off my leg. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. But anyway. But anyway, um, with that in mind, um, shouts out to Zach uh, Wright. He showed me um the new face of country music. And Mm -hmm. this is literally why I found country music again. Mm -hmm. So I'm used to like what I grew up around, which was 90s country, which there's a lot of good country music in the 90s, but there's a lot of bad that's like when the pop country was kind of segwaying in you were starting to see pop
0: well well did did you know that like george Strait, when he came around was actually like at at the beginning kind of like lambasted because he was considered like pop country we're not we're
2: not about to slander george Strait.
0: no 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 i i love george Strait, (laughs) but i'm just saying like like he like he kind of actually kind he was kind of he was the forefather of like pop country I, i don't know how anyone
2: can hear amarillo by morning and not yeah fucking almost shed a tear i guess that's a texas thing too but anyway yeah back to what i was saying so like um, I was struggling through a lot of, um, uh, just basically for, it was the first time I was actually mostly on my own without any guidance. It was just me and Lainey. Right. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of people, I mean, you guys, I mean, you know, mostly doing it on your own, you know, without like a girlfriend at the time mm-hmm. or a wife or anything like that. And so like struggling with another person, a lot of the times is like kind of hard to grasp. Cause it's like, you're fa- like, it honestly kind of feels like you're failing with two people. Sometimes, oh no, I totally get And, it, like, yeah. not no shame on my wife, Lainey, or anything like that. But, like, I remember uh, Zach showing me Sturgill Simpson mm-hmm. and uh, mm. Tyler Childers. And really, this good. was like straight up a new leaf, like, kind of mm-hmm. like what you're saying the spiderweb effect. Like, I couldn't believe how good it was. And then, even with that new era of country music. I ended up finding their inspirations that were old and like great. And I was like, Oh Oh, yeah. yeah." There's been really good country music for a while. And, um, it was like kind of to me, I, and I, I told Sora this before. I feel like country music and pop punk could learn a lot from each other. And then honestly, I think they honestly, they're they're grown up. I genuinely think this, and you can cancel me if you want to. I don't give a fuck. I straight up think pop punk and country people and country artists are the same people different genres they're the same thing I,
0: I could i could that is so i think that's a really cool parallel that it's you just said. There, up, like it is. that i, it's I honestly, exactly polar
2: opposites but they're the same thing i, I know people like <laughs> zach
0: when he's listening to this he's gonna wince at what you just said but i fucking no i completely agree like if you listen to, if you listen to a lot of like pop punk and you listen to a lot of like country that's kind of that they say a lot of the same stuff just in a completely different yeah, way like tune. they just they yeah. just put it out differently i know i complete that no that's a good parallel so that's the a song
2: parallel. the dead don't die uh-huh. by uh Sturgill Simpson, it was in a movie called uh Oh fuck I think it was called The Dead Don't Die <laughs> I'm probably dumb my, but my like day. Anyway, it's a song about the afterlife mm-hmm. And then he made a song called Let Go, this is Sturgill Simpson And like, it's just grown Up shit, like literally it's just I mean even pop punk talks about grown up shit but Oh like, no, like, yeah, like you, a lot Like you were mentioning with pop punk I feel like pop punk applies to people Our age very well Yes. And like, I mean, you can tell that with uh, people like pop, like rap or pop artists kind of trying to bring that trope back. Because I I definitely remember like when, what uh, Michael was saying back in like 2000, I guess what four or five era like with like breaking Benjamin or like um radio rock for Mm -hmm. sure yeah like you could tell that rock was kind of coming back and then like I mean it's always been around but like it goes it has waves rap and pop is definitely the thing right now yeah but like I mean in the 80s it wasn't in like 90s it kind of was but pop was definitely getting big yeah um but um I think it's coming back and like me and sore would me and sorry me and sore would talk about this like with mgk oh, and yeah. uh willow smith and um i don't know if there's anyone else that's doing it right now mod son but he's been kind of around for a minute um they're bringing back i think they're making they're trying to bring back like the pop punk slash poppier rock into yeah. the mainframe because i hate to say it but like pop is just king I mean, pop, poppy, like, catchy music is always going to draw the attention of anyone. And I feel like, um, smart musicians, like, whether I agree with their music choice or their music choice or not, MGK and Willow Smith, they're smart for doing it because I feel like they're realizing that rap is kind of like, you know, it's obviously, um, working for most people, but like rock is coming back definitely and mm-hmm. i feel like it's coming back in a way that like people don't realize it's more than just like what's available now like Great van fleet obviously is like one oh, of the Jesus. like the bigger rock yeah. bands i guess that's newer i guess mm-hmm. i don't i could be completely wrong because i don't really listen to the radio but like i feel like mgk and will smith are getting shit on for a lot of reasons people don't realize is a good thing because like i mean since you've been gone by Kelly Clarkson, I feel like is a big thing too because I remember when she came out with that, I was like, "This is a great fucking song." Mm-hmm. Like you can look shit on me all you want, I don't care. That's a good song. It like it's good. a I great. Mean, song. I didn't remember, I didn't it. remember cover fucking, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say like literally, it's a great cover. Like any way you make that song, mm. it's hard as fuck. Katy Perry even did shit like that. Mm. Katy Perry when she was blowing up was doing Warped Tour. And she had, like, uh, That's What You Get for Waking Up in Vegas, whatever that song. I don't know if that's the whole title, but, like, Hmm. that song. It's a pop punk song, you know? And, like, you know, MGK's music might not be for everybody, but definitely he's – I don't know if it's him or if it's his manager that sees – opportunity but like it's so smart yeah it's very genius MGK
0: has popped up on like uh, quite a few pop punk artists like like a whole feature on them so like i think he just likes that music in general and then Mm -hmm. like you know he seems like a punk guy anyways um yeah no i i completely agree but um yeah so i i guess to kind of go on mine so like when i when i go and i listen to music i feel like the first thing that hits me is kind of like is mm, it's, it's kind of like melody and structure probably hits me the like the first is like okay do i like the way the song sounds if the answer to that is yes then then i immediately go into lyrics because um you know you, you can have some songs that sound really good but they're saying stupid shit and it kind of ruins the song for you like Harrison, I don't know if you know, but um, like Real Friends to me is kind of like that. Their music sounds good, but if you really sit and listen to the lyrics, it's like if a five-year-old wrote them, like they are not good <laughs> lyrics. They're bad lyrics. Bony knees and yeah.
2: fucking, uh... yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that's all you need to know. Like, yeah. like, like
0: even, even their good ones, if you really sit and listen to the lyrics, you're like this fucking sucks. So it's like I some really like melody and structure, they'll hit me first and then I listen to lyrics. Because like me, when I listen to music, I don't usually listen to it in the sense of like, oh, I just want to feel good, feel upbeat. Like I usually listen to a song because like I want it to make me like feel something in some way. I want to be able to like, like to me, to me, it's like reading. Like you don't want to sit there and just read like a shitty stereotypical feel good book. You want to read a book with a good story. Like, And like, that's kind of how I approach music. So like, you know, my probably most hated genre is I I don't really like much rap or mumble rap. Like I hate it because to me, it's like okay yeah it might like like the beat might be good or the the melody might be okay but like what they're saying just, it, they're literally just like making a bunch of like oh the, like like the, these are good like uh rhymes together or, or this is a good uh this is a good zinger if i just put this in. it's like it has no inherent meaning to it Sure. And so i don't i don't really and like i know people like that so like i'm not going to shit on people that like that kind of stuff that's fine but like to me i don't i don't approach music that way i i approach it like i want it to tell like some kind of story that I can take some kind of value for. I don't like it, it's just like mindless background music. Sure. And that's kind of that's that's how I approach music. But what, what, what about you, Michael? So you, you talked a little bit about it, but.
1: Okay, so when I listen to music, it's uh, first sort of like you. I mean, this seems very universal. I have to decide if I like the song, but most of the time I'm willing to suspend that because when I listen to a song, I try to listen to all of the things that people typically don't hear and like this is the sort of stuff that you can hear in the music that i've been making like i'm not trying to toot my horn but when i showed trevor a song that i made uh like the crime dynasty song Mm -hmm. like i was taking part of the tracks and just muting them and it's the stuff that you would never notice if i didn't really if i didn't isolate them
0: You've always been really good at that, though. Because um, I remember even when we were kids, you would be like, oh, I love this part in the song. Like, hang on, wait for it, listen to it. And then, like, it would hit. And I'd be like, okay, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Like, like, I can't hear it. But then, like, he'll sit there and really explain it to me. And like, he can hear, like, the very minute details in songs that I feel like a lot of people don't have an ear for. But if it was lacking that, <laughs> it would you would maybe notice it and realize the song's not as good. I feel like you've always been good about that.
1: That's the shit that I look for in a song. Yeah, Like, if I can hear that... Like, I'll play the song over and over and try to see if there's anything else. Like, God, there are so many songs that just come to mind that I would just love to uh, just take apart and explain, but I can't do that. But it's the stuff that you think nobody will hear, but you put it in there anyway, that really adds to the song. Like, if you have enough of that, no matter what your lyrics are, no matter what the song sounds like, like, I'm fucking in.
2: I mean that's like true musicianship at one point. Like I mean that's pretty much what bottles it down. And, and like I,
0: Michael definitely has that. Oh sure. yeah, yeah.
2: And like I'm the same way. Like like what we were talking about with pinch harmonics. Like I feel like that's like something that like it's just a little zest on the like riff. And like like I always tell Sawyer like what makes a good like metal band to me is a money riff. And what I what I mean by money riff is like that one riff that's just it. It gets you. Like, you're just, like, invested. Like, one of those, you can see it coming from, like, a mile away. And, like... And that's not always a good thing, but, like, it's a good thing because, like, it gives the listener investment into the song. Like, um, kind of like Metalcore. Like, what you were saying. Like, Metalcore has a lot of, like, predictable moments. And, like, again, like I said, you know, that's up for the viewer or listener to, like, say is a good thing or a bad thing. But, like... It's sometimes a really good thing because, like, it's just a vibe. And, like, mm. and I hate to sound like dude, it's all about the fucking vibes, but, like, it's true. <laughs> it's really true. Like, I feel like that's what makes good musicianship is, like, little things that, like, if you mute certain tracks and you just, like, really put all of your, like, love and, like, just little, like, things you think matter the most to you, I feel like at one point you'll realize that's what creates the best. Yeah, music. for sure. Yeah. Well, like, well I, I feel like it, sure.
0: it's definitely like a blend because there's a part of me that, it's like when you make music it's more like for you and then if people happen to like it like good but at the same time i feel like some of the best stuff is like you know because you were like mocking yourself about like the vibe thing but at the same time it's like you know you want to write a song that's good but also like is this something that people are gonna want to listen to like something sure. that people can vibe to i feel like that is an aspect of music so it's like, a weird
2: medium and i yeah. feel like a lot of people either can do or not yeah. And i feel like all you got to do is just try and like and I, I'm, I'm that person that like, I have to have like, like I will have like four hobbies going at once. <laughs> yeah. Same. And like, same. I mean, yeah, yeah, I remember growing up. I think you're probably the reason I have that. thing now. <laughs> I, It's a problem. I was an only child and like, I was bored most of the time. So like yeah. I'm at one point probably being a musician was just bound to happen. Yeah. But like, um, yeah, I mean, it's true. Yeah. That's all I can say.
0: Yeah. Um, so here, here here's a good question. So once. What in general, we talked a little bit about this, but was there ever anything about music? Like, what is it that made you guys want to be musicians and like actively make music? Because we've talked about how we like, you know, kind of got into it. Like, okay, like this is how I started. But was there anything that really just kind of like, what is it about it that you like so much that you want to make music?
1: Like, Sorry. Go ahead. the, The parallels between when I wanted to make music like, really wanted to make music as a guitarist versus wanting to make music as, like, an electronic music producer is I want to get good enough to recreate the sounds that I'm hearing. Like, sure, ultimately, maybe. that's the core goal. And even more so with the EDM that I'm listening to now, like, the sounds are so complex. Like, there's so much involved that I feel like I have just a an ocean of information to learn. For sure. And that is that's kind of exciting. Like it's discouraging at times because my shit doesn't sound like, <laughs> right. Yeah, no, sure. I, I totally get it <laughs> for yeah. sure. But it's, it's a very nice challenge and learning even bits and pieces of like taking drops from that knowledge of ocean, ocean of knowledge, excuse me, is, I mean, it's exciting.
0: Oh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah.
1: Like that's really what makes me want to keep doing it. Just learning how to emulate these sounds, change them to where I want them to be. And, I mean, make shit with him.
0: Yeah, completely agree, Harrison.
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, he said it so. I mean, and he said it pretty good. He yeah. said it pretty. He, fucking he said good. it pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, all I can say is like that's that's just so accurate because like, I mean, I feel like, and the only thing I can add is like with guitar, like it makes sense. So many people are drawn to guitar because like mm. it's so universal. Mm-hmm. Like acoustic, electric, um, <clears throat> you know classic rock jazz fucking gent, if you know what it is like eventually like at one point you're like what is the point of playing anything else like you know drums obviously like i wanted to be a drummer before a guitar player actually it's just an expensive hobby and like honestly respect to anyone that can do it i mean i still wish i could do it and like i i got an idea i guess but like i mean it's true like what you said is pretty much true like i think Um, and like what Trevor said earlier about like expressing emotion and like what you feel through music is what's more important. Like, I think I've heard all of, I mean, I have heard all of my music instrumentally that I've made Mm -hmm. and like, at this point I like it, you know, maybe, you know, 10 minutes from now, if I heard it, I'd probably be like, you know, this is garbage, but like, (laughs) that's just who I am. And like, eventually you have to, and this is something I learned with like, you know, the field I'm in cutting hair you have to take your eyes off of it for like a couple of seconds and yeah, just come yeah. back to it. Because like, I feel like eventually you'll like it. And like, cause I think, I mean, <laughs> I think we said this before the, uh, the podcast Rome wasn't built in a Rome wasn't built in a day. And you have to really understand that. Like you probably have a good idea. Just sit on it and yeah. you know, eventually it'll come to you. Yeah, I completely. Agree and right. I yeah. feel like, I mean, that comes with any music. I mean, and don't, don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm sitting here saying like, I know what the fuck is good and what is bad. Cause music is subjective. No, completely. Yeah. And, and you know, like, like I said, like I listen to some ridiculous shit sometimes. Yeah. And even sometimes <laughs> I'm like, I'm not even going to send this to anybody cause people are going to think it's garbage, <laughs> but like, you know, it's just subjective. Yeah. You know, it's no, just really subjective. And I feel like at one point, as long as you are getting something out of it, keep doing mm. it. And oh yeah. Yeah. You should just keep going and don't stop. Like yeah. don't stop until you are completely finished. Yeah. Even if I don't like it, fuck what I think. Yeah. Straight up.
0: Yeah. So so for me that that's kind of how um I've always approached music. I I have been I've always been that douchebag that approaches music as an outlet. Um, because I don't know. I feel like I've always had like a pretty good mental state. Like there's been you know everyone has like their lows, but I feel like it's always been like pretty good. And, and I attribute a lot of that to music because. It To me, it, it it just allows you to get out these feelings that you have that maybe you, you can't, like, tell someone directly anymore because either they're not around or you went through a bad breakup or you just have a hard time kind of, like, expressing your feelings maybe towards people that you love. Sure. And music, it was always kind of that way. It, it's, like, I treat it as, like, poetry first and then I try to make it, like, sound good because... That, I mean, that, essentially, that's what music is. is right. it, it's a form of poetry. It's just, you know, in a melody. And so, um, that's how I... Ever since I was... Like I said, it, it, was like a, it was like a fucking heroin fix when I was a kid. It was like, first song I ever wrote. I said, like, man, this bad breakup. And like, you know, you always kind of turn to music is like, you know, when you're feeling sad, you're like, you like, you know, you go and you listen to good music that you like and you, you feel better. So it's like, but I took that and I was like, well, maybe I can make something that I like. and sure. that, And so... From that first moment like I said like being a little sixth grader and like writing a song about this girl it just made me feel so much better because it's like even if I can't tell this person how I feel like I have put it out into the world and if they choose to listen to it so be it if not whatever the message is out there you can find it if you want and I have always ever since then I have always approached music like that and so like most admittedly most of my music has always kind of been about like either unrequited love or like breakups that go bad. Like I don't really have too many just like happy songs for the sake of being happy. But like to me, like that's what attributes the most to like my good mental state is that it's like when you have these shitty moments that are hard to deal with, I go and I deal with it in my own way like this. So it's like, even if the technical problem has not been resolved, it feels like it has been because you have, because I've done this thing that and I've expressed myself. So it's like, you know, to me, it's like, it, it, it's like having your own confrontation, even if they never see it. Like, if you can't even have it anymore, like you've had your own confrontation, you've had your own, clo- you make your own closure. And so like, I remember Zach and I, like, we got really fucked up one night. We were talking in the, we were talking here and that, that's kind of like how I told him that I approached music. It was like, yeah, it's like closure that you make for yourself. And that's, that's always been how I have approached it. And it's just always worked really well for me. And that's why I continue writing songs. Even it. I don't give two flying fucks if anyone listens to my shit, but it's like, it's out there. And if you want to like go right ahead, publicity and money should never matter. No. And I feel like honestly,
2: don't let any conservative or like, don't let any fucking suit and tie politician type people tell you like that creativity and art doesn't matter because it's so powerful. Yeah. It's so fucking powerful. Yeah. And like it, I, and I mean it like, it's true. Like yeah. it, it. Like I've seen it move. Like political views. I've seen it move anything. Yeah, it's insane. Like it's. I think that's what also draws me towards music is that like it's the ultimate freedom of expression. Oh, and yeah. like obviously like you know like how much can we have freedom of because you know you'll have like bands that are racist or like mm-hmm, you have yeah. bands that say shit or not even bands just artists that like you know create um propaganda oh, but yeah. like you know obviously you know it shouldn't be, it's hard to, it, there's this weird medium because it's like, it shouldn't be a hate crime, obviously. Right. But like, yeah. you know. No, I, I get it. It's yeah. weird. But like, you know, I feel like most musicians can find that fine line yeah. of where it's like, there's an expression where it doesn't hurt anybody. Yeah. And I feel like that's what art is. Yeah. And oh, art yeah, and, always and, is
0: great. And that's kind of, that, that is literally what I told Zach. And I mentioned this like earlier, but like literally what I told Zach like that night when we were talking about like music and kind of how we write and whatnot. And I was like, you know, I honestly like I write music for me like it, like it is completely for me I try to write it in a tone that maybe people would like it, it would be like pleasant on the ears But sure. it is completely for me And I don't write it with the expectation that like oh somebody's gonna be able to relate to this It's like because it's impossible for you to to completely relate to my music because this is sure. my story and this is my life But if you can find like elements that maybe you can relate to on some way like cool but I'm not writing the song for you, Harrison, or for right. Joe Blow who wants to listen to a cool pop song. I'm writing this for me, and if you happen to like it, dope, cool. Like, and that's always how I've approached it. And that's the good thing about having it is like a hobby and not really like a job where it, you know it can be commercialized and you can kind of take the soul out of it. Is that it's like I have the ability to be able to continually do that for the rest of my mm-hmm. life is to just for me and no one else just make music, and I, sure. I love it. It's the perfect outlet. But, uh, so we spent a little bit of time on this one. So let's go into, so when you're writing music, um, is there any, cause we all have influences on the songs that we are making. And like, to me, there's always been a couple bands that always stick around in my head when I'm writing songs. Like, wh- is that the same for you guys? Do you guys have like, when you're writing songs, like specific influences that you're like, man, I really like, if I can find a way to get it to sound like, this certain band or if i can tell it in the way that these guys told it like do you guys have that
1: yeah so uh the chord progressions that i use do come a lot from uh metalcore i actually have to change that like every song that i start is like typically in a minor key and so it takes me a little bit of unwinding that to get you know more major keys more Upbeat sounding because typically the music that I write is upbeat. But what I try to do, like, there's you may know, Elenium. Uh, Elenium is really big in the EDM community. Right is that now. the main
2: that has like the guitar players and shit?
1: uh Or on yeah. certain songs? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> Elenium has this one, or in his past few albums, he's had this characteristic. Like this very nice characteristic that he doesn't have in his newest album, but it's like this, it's almost like it's a synthesizer that basically sounds like a voice and it's very, very cool. Actually, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to start music production, like to figure out that. Sure. And I always try to fuck around in my synthesizer with making that. Like I never have been able to do it before, so it's never been in any of my songs. But on every song that I've attempted, I've tried to do that. Okay. And then in addition, there are some pieces of songs, say, by an artist named Nerko. Like a, almost like a bass drop. Like, boom. I mean, that was shitty. I'm sorry for those. Let me, let me try that again. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. There we go. He That's did it. it. The Michael Bay 808. <laughs> needs a lens flare in there, too. Yeah, like. Basically, shit like that that I try to emulate. Uh, just, it's mainly sounds and not people, because yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, while people do have their signature sound, the method of creating the sound, by and large, is sort of the same. Like they just have final finishing touches that yeah. make them different.
0: Gotcha, Harrison. What about you? Um,
2: I will say so far because I've only written um like metal music as of right now, um, there's definitely inspirations. I guess I'll call it that. Um, So, how do I say this? So, like, the main song that's kind of like the flagship song is um, definitely, like, a bolt thrower, and this is a band, bolt thrower inspiration. Okay. um, Which is a band, if I could kind of explain is basically so I mean their their entire existence is based off of uh Warhammer, the the tabletop game. Okay. So basically put Conan in like Lord of the Ring battles and like
0: I'm just picturing Conan O'Brien. Oh no <laughs> I'm sorry. Conan <laughs> no, the Barbarian. No, I, I
2: sorry <laughs> for v, for listeners. Um just shit like that. And like I found them at a later time in my uh life where I thought music about just battling it's yeah. fucking awesome. And so, like, um, I'm more of an instrumentalist than a lyrics, lyrics, lyricist. a lyricist. There you yeah, go. There we go. Um, but um, I will definitely say there's inspiration. So, like, this mu- the music that I'm making right now, I'll call it crossover, which basically means, and you can apply that to anything. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you're a metalhead, what crossover means to you is, like, thrash metal and death metal so basically okay. thrash metal meaning metallica and death metal meaning like bands like bolt thrower or mm. obituary just like the flagship bands um but yeah so like i have an idea i guess because like it's hard to explain with writing music to somebody who doesn't write music yeah but basically you start with an inspiration and um you just kind of go from there i mean that i hate to be like the cookie cutter explanation on writing music but that's i mean no that's, that's true i mean that's just it perfectly fine and um i'll have riffs that like i will come up with guitar riffs that i have in my mind and i'll just apply them there like i just like i think they're good and they'll be good on paper and i'll try to make them like sound good and yeah. honestly like there's a lot of times and i do this with like drawing too because i've been drawing as a kid but i i don't think i'm that great mm. but like if I don't like something, I will throw it the fuck away. And like, Laney will literally tell me my wife will tell me that. Like I need to stop fucking doing that. And Mm -hmm. like, Sora tells me it too. He's like, dude, stop fucking doing that because I guarantee you, you'll come back to it and you'll need it for something. Mm -hmm. And what the fuck happened? Like I actually found out that was true because like I have this one song that is honestly as on its own is a good instrumental. Yeah. And it's like, it has a lot of mixtures of like what i grew up with like 80s metal, ballad mm-hmm. and like hard just really gritty like metal music and um that just that's just how it is so like when it comes to recording music i really look for um because like i said i'm not a lyricist i look for the like you know the the money riff like i mentioned earlier something that really catches you something that really draws you in and shows itself but not for too long. I feel like there's a lot of, I mean, for instance, if you've ever heard the song Walk by Pantera, mm-hmm. it's got that money riff that's like bam 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 and it comes in and it leaves perfectly. Like it's just that's probably the best money riff song I can think of that's metal. Besides I can't really even think of it. Like it's just yeah. really good. Like it's just it's got it's basic and it's to the point and it makes it just that's hey, what do you think about that? Like pretty much, and it's just yeah. like simple because I feel like I mean that's why pop music is so important, and I feel like you need something that draws attention but isn't too complicated. But like you don't want something that is going to make the viewer feel like you're they're too stupid to listen to it, right? Because yeah, I, yeah. I hate pretentious music, and there's yeah. a lot a lot of that is with indie music, and that's mm-hmm. a lot of like like there's a genre that I do like, but there's a lot of it I don't like called math rock
0: uh yeah math, I, I do yeah. like math rock and, i love um, math rock. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah no i'm yeah, not yeah. shitting on no, it no by no but means. i understand what you like, mean.
2: like polyphia they're like probably the flagship band now mm. i guess of it but um i can appreciate it and like as a musician i can sit there and be like this shit is insane like i don't know how i yeah. couldn't even like i tried to just fuck with it and like i tried to figure it out on my own and it's, it's insane i can't it's- I can't fucking believe it. It's so impressive. It's It's fucking cool. And I feel like that's why a lot of people, the people that shit on math rock are people that aren't musicians. And if they are musicians, they're shitting on it because it's like the new thing. It's just cool to hate it. And like, I hate that because it's like, dude, like, if you're gonna hate on something for being new, at least have a reason besides it being new. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when I look for music, as long as it's catchy, mm-hmm. to, to answer your question into one thing, as long as it's catchy, I fuck with it. I don't care what genre it is. Is it's, If it's fucking catchy, mm-hmm. if I'm nodding my head, or if I got that, go. I got the, you can't see it on camera, but yeah. the stank face. The, yeah, we all know what you're uh, talking yeah. about. <laughs> the, yeah. stank- the, the friend group knows what Dude, you're talking about. if I ever wrote music and someone gave me the stank face, Dude, that's literally saying like, you're a scholar. Dick hard. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's such a fucking compliment.
0: Okay. Like straight up. There we go. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No. I mean, that was pretty good. Um. Yeah, I would say. Michael
2: said it best for yeah. sure. though. Yeah.
0: My, Michael said it pretty well. Yeah. Um. I would say Thanks. my. I never try to emulate like someone's sound. That's never really my goal. Because it's like I don't want to you know sound like another artist. I guess. But um, the one band, and I have actually haven't mentioned them yet, but the one band that is my probably biggest influence on my music that I create is uh, Parachute, 100%. Um, okay. Because, okay. I mean, they to me are the perfect balance. And their last couple albums have been like a little too poppy. But so, like, in case you don't know them, like, it's the one that, like, our song, like, the New Orleans video, like, that's them. What's, what's like, I know they have, like, a famous song, but I can't. They have so they have a lot. Um, oh. But they're kind of, like, they're one of those bands, that like, everyone knows, but, like, no one. It's, it's like that Patrick Wilson guy's, like, how has this guy been in 50 movies and refuses to be famous? <laughs> like, that's Parachute. That's Parachute for music. Um, but, yeah, so, like, to me, they are the perfect blend of... Are they the guys that did Step Back from That Ledge? No. Oh, okay. Um, They're like the perfect blend of like pop, like good ear-pleasing music, but like with really good messages and very thought-out lyrics. Like to me... And like, that is something I kind of strive to be in my music It's like, I wanted to, I want it to be something that it's like, I myself would kind of like, like you said, like nod my head to like, sure. kind of bop to like, okay, like this is good. But at the same time, it's like, I want the lyrics to be like deep. I want them to have like a good personal message to them. And I think parachute in most of their albums does that perfectly. And like I said, they might be a little poppier for some people's tastes. Like it's definitely kind of like a, kind of like a, like a Sunday school girl vibe, like sometimes in some of their shit. <laughs> um but uh, like i've all yeah they have always been because like i'm not like one of those people who can emulate like certain sounds like i can't go in and just start like doing metal if i wanted to and or, or, like i was literally trying to fuck around with michael's like edm stuff the other day i'm like i can't just like make edm but like what i know how to make is I- i've got like a lot of affinity towards the acoustic guitar and sure. acoustic music i just always like the way it sounds and when i play it to me and like what i sing and what i do is always sounds best kind of in like an acoustic setting um And parachute has just always been the sound that sounds the most similar to the stuff that I myself can and want to make. So like they are. So they're the biggest inspiration as far as kind of like how the poppier sound goes with like the deeper lyrics that I like. And then modern baseball is a huge influence on like kind of like the deeper, more like thought-out lyrics that I want to achieve in a song. Like thought-out metaphors, thought-out structure like the way that they do the, like they are a huge influence in like i would say like my lyrics <clears throat> my lyrics and then parachute is a huge influence in like how i do just like the music since you decided to say that
2: like i gave you like turnover and like michael was saying like i was mm-hmm. like so good at guitar um i will say that modern baseball is something that like i didn't appreciate until recently yeah until like you and sawyer were talking about it modern baseball if i can and you can correct me if i'm wrong if i can like call them like if i can basically give them a bio Mm -hmm. i would say like they're just a bunch of good ass dudes and a bunch of good ass friends that make music and like literally and they just do they write what they're about and like they know they're not like i'm not saying they're not talented but like they know that they're like they know their skill set and they don't like advertise that they're anything better than that
0: well yeah no i think that is a uh, that's a pretty decent description. Cuz they don't they don't take themselves too seriously. A. Yeah. They like to have fun and B. Like like you said, like they recognize that it's like, you know, neither of the lead singers are good singers. Sure, sure, sure. But they know like they kind of have the idea that like hey, we can still make good music. We don't have to be like, you know, fucking Carrie Underwood out sure. there. Like they they can make good music and like the vocals be a little like subpar, but their structure is always really nice their Mm -hmm. lyrics are always really good their lyrics are are the favorite my favorite thing about their songs i love their fucking messages that they put out but yeah no like you said just a bunch of good dudes hanging out making good music they're a good
2: expression of like just a bunch of friends making music like Mm -hmm. that's literally what it sounds like to me that's what i get from them because like just a bunch of good friends going through some shit making music that's literally it yeah
0: yeah, and that's that's part of the reason why I like them so much. Like I I have always really appreciated bands that don't take themselves too seriously because sure. it, it's it's a hard line to toe. Because like in my music, I want to do that, but then oftentimes it, it ends up coming across like I'm taking myself too seriously. And it's like I wish I could find that balance that they're able to do so well. It's like they write songs that are like serious as shit, but you know they're not taking themselves as, as serious as they sound. It's always the best route
2: if you're like a public band mm-hmm. or like a public artist, I guess. Mm-hmm in the public eye to like not take yourself too seriously because like if you don't you come off pretentious and if you yeah, exactly and if you do or if you don't take yourself too seriously you're just chill you're just have like we were talking about earlier bill murray yeah like the dude doesn't take himself seriously not the and actor like, yeah sorry <laughs> not bill, the actor. <laughs> m-u-r-i it's a band um, <laughs> like you don't take himself seriously and like if you take the jokes away from him his music is great and yeah. like and even if he had the jokes, I still would like them. Well, like and, I was saying. Well, like, yeah. And
0: that's the thing. that That's what makes it, that's what adds to it, is that like, not only is the music good, but you also know that the guy is just a chill motherfucker. It's who, relatable. Like, who likes me. Yeah, it's, yes. All right, so we're going to sum it up with one last question and then finish off the podcast. So, guys, if you were stranded on a desert island and for whatever reason there was a fucking record player there and you could pick only one album to listen to for the rest of your life, what would it be and michael we're going to start with you while harrison thinks about it
1: okay so by no means was this an easy question <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's an understatement but the album that i would choose is elenium's awake okay because on that album i mean there are one I take a lot of uh, musical influences from that album. So can I pause
0: off. you That is this is, is this the one before Ascend?
1: Yes. Okay, go ahead. So Ashes was the first, Awake was the second, mm-hmm. Ascend was the third. Awake has... Uh, well, I mean, like I said, it's where I take a lot of musical inspiration from. Like, it's got the... What I consider to be Millennium's quintessential sound. Mm-hmm. And in addition to that, it reminds me of... Like, two of the songs remind me of a very happy and carefree point in my life. And okay, I'm not saying my life is shitty now. No, your but, life sucks. <laughs> but, like, it was... When I listened to these two songs, I was just getting into that new relationship phase. Like, I, I just met Sarah. I just got my the uh, the Honda Civic that I had before. Like, it was a sort of new car to me. And college had just ended for the semester so i mean this at this point in my life i was feeling immaculate like i just started a job as well at L uh, at the defense <laughs> <laughs> at the uh, defense contractor that i used to work at yeah and that album really captures the spirit of like my life as it was four four to five years ago perfection
0: Hell yeah. Okay. Wow. You, yeah, you, you thought about that one quite a bit. You were, you were pretty quick to that. So I know the answer for mine. I didn't really have to think too hard about it, but there's a couple like runners up that I could probably throw in there. Ah, shit. So the first one I'm going to say that, yeah, it's going to be peripheral vision by turnover. Because and and like that sounds like if you know anything about pop punk, that's gonna be like such a oh basic white boy answer. But like, it it is just an album to this day. I I always had a a pretty hard time with listening to full albums. Matter of fact, it wasn't until I got into I want to say pop punk that I was finally able to put on like whole albums and only like not like maybe one song. Like that was very rare for me. And Peripheral Vision is probably one of the very first albums I ever listened to that from start to finish, I love almost every single song. And I've been listening to this album for six years now, something like that. And I still put it on as background music when people are like coming in and we're just like hanging out and chilling. Like it is one, it has never gotten old after all of these years. So I know I could listen to it for years on end. So it goes the same for, so it's that one. And then their second album, which is Good Nature, I I am the same way I can put that one on and listen to every fucking song and love just about all of them. So it's probably between one of those two yeah I, I want yeah I want to, I want to say that like between one of those two like they just no matter what and like there's other albums that I like more than those you know, just in their own like style. but if I know I only had to listen to one for the rest of my life, it would be one of those two. like to me, they're just it just it's just so good. I, I love it I love it so much.
2: So Harrison, you're up. I hate to be this dickhead, but like, there's no absolute <laughs> chance I could put one. Like, there's not one because I listen to so much different types of music that like I wouldn't be pleased. Like, if, if you put a gun to my head and told me this, <laughs> I would literally choose the gun. Like, <laughs> like just no fucking way. kill me. Like, There's no way. Like, I couldn't. Because, I'm gonna like, deep throat this barrel straight up. Like, I couldn't. And like, I'll I'll, I'll do it down to three. That's fine. Um. So. Metal album. I'll do it by genre. So, metal album. So, like, if I'm feeling angry and I'm feeling, like, angsty, mm-hmm. I'm feeling like I got to get some aggression out, maybe, like, a workout, maybe some ang- just anger. hmm Um, definitely, uh... I definitely think either Far Beyond Driven by Pantera mm-hmm. or... Um, Injustice for All by Metallica Which is the album that has one on it mm-hmm. It's for people who don't know um, For mellow music Honestly I'm gonna have to agree with you That like either Peripheral Vision By The Story So Far What? <laughs> Peripheral Vision by uh, Turnover Or uh, And I might turn little heads with pop punk fans on this But the newest Story So Far album I love that Um, one. That one's so good. No uh, ironic song choices, but like it actually grew on me. Mm -hmm. And um, (laughs) I hated it at first. I actually hated it um, because I thought that uh, Parker Cannon did Mm auto-tune. And then I found out um, through Sawyer that they actually just recorded multiple vocal tracks. And Mm -hmm. like he just, Parker's just a good vocalist. So like... Um, not that that's why I hated it. It just right, sounded yeah. poppy, but
0: like it was—it's definitely their more poppy album of the of all of theirs that they've. So had So
2: why this album is important to me? Two things. I, I don't. Well, I'm not gonna number it. I'm sorry, I'm drunk. But like <laughs> <laughs> the reason it's important to me is that at the time it came out, me and Lainey were preparing for a wedding. Yeah. Um, me and Lainey knew that pop punk was very important to our uh relationship. Oh yeah. And the problem with this is, is like pop punk's really weird, and this is kind of like what I was talking about earlier. Like, you can For me, I grew out of it because like I'm in a really happy state of my life, and I'm kind of like yeah. past heartbreak, that's, and like there, that's that, we were talking I, about. I hope, yeah. literally,
0: yeah, same yeah. exact thing. I, I hope that's
2: it. never gonna happen. So like, what happened? Story <laughs> Safar so wrote a grown up album, mm-hmm. is what I call it, and there was yeah. a song called "Take yes. Me As You Please." Yeah, and I know when I heard that song, I was like, I'm gonna walk down the aisle with this. And I literally, f- or not, walked down the aisle. I walked, yeah, at, like fr- after being legally bounded by marriage. Yeah, like I, that's literally what I walked down to. And like I remember, it was like a fair, like fuck you if you like fair mm, down, but like straight up, like walking. Away from the ceremony to take me as you please was like fairy tale. I
0: I loved it so much. Like like you guys were playing that whole time as like a pop punk playlist, and I absolutely loved it. Like (laughs) because it's like I, I I I understood it. Like I got it, and it's like i understand why people like you know like matt and your mom probably didn't like it all that much because sure. like oh it just sounds like a bunch of you know angsty bullshit well, that's but why it's I, like that's why i like the story so far yeah. because they finally wrote something that's yeah. not depressing so i actually i actually wanted to follow up with that so like um to me the song that made me realize that they had grown up was uh they upside, upside down like oh. story so far like yes. u- upside down yes because literally like that's kind of yes. what they comment on in that song it's kind of like you know, hey, like you're turning 24 and like you kind of realize that some of the things that sure. you were like angsty about, like, you know, all that shit doesn't really matter <laughs> that anymore. That song literally
2: like, is about being 24, isn't it? Yes,
0: yeah. <laughs> like like you yeah. turned 24 <laughs> staring in your face. Like that was my fucking that caption when I turned it. That is where
1: that song came from?
0: Yeah, upside down. 24, by, uh, yeah. Yeah, and that, um, that, and that's literally it, is that like they kind of go in there and it's like you can tell they're kind of commenting on like how they used to feel about things. Right. And it's, yeah.
2: So my the last one, sorry, this is so long. Um. <laughs> so i covered you know anger i covered emotion so the last one is like fuck around music is what i call it okay so honestly either van halen's 1984 okay or i might say um a data remembers uh what's the album with downfall of a song on it that's homesick, isn't it? Homesick. Yeah. That's okay. homesick. And the, kind of to address what Michael was saying again, it's the nostalgic thing. Yeah. And like, um, obviously, like, I honestly like for those who have heart more,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but homesick is such a like it takes me back type thing.
0: It, I think it encapsulates almost all of our like, early high school years. Absolutely. Like,
2: and a data member is so important. Like what Michael was saying is like why he likes that band. And it's the same reason. It's like they they're they're so genre. Prolif—I guess prolific—is the right word. Like they do so much like different types of ex- like genres at once, and maybe, like
0: maybe transcendent. Is that kind of that's probably the right word?
2: Transcendent,
1: like
0: that. yeah, yeah. Um, they do so much different shit, in like even
2: nowadays, they're that they, it's true. Like they do pop music that I absolutely fucking hate now. <laughs> But like, I mean, not to shit on them. No, like, no, I get. It, I get something it. I think is that like, I w- I would rather hate a band for making music that I don't like than making the same album for five years. Like, it's just, no, it's yeah, well, because
0: then it becomes uh, vanilla. Is, exactly. Is, it's just like, yeah.
2: dude. Okay, we get it. You can do it. Can you not? Like, yeah. like no. But like, no. Homestick is such a like. I. It's so like simpler times type yeah. music. No, and it's I like, completely it's get it. So huge nostalgia factor. It's so like. Simpler times, and it makes me miss those times. Even yeah. when I obviously I look back, and I'm like, I'm glad I'm not that person anymore. But like, I totally would go back yeah. right now if I could.
0: Yeah, and, and that's and that's that exact thing that you just said is exactly why I also hold like a very special place in my heart with peripheral vision. Sure. that like because that was like one of my best years in college. That's really when I started becoming like who I am today. Like, because like high school, Trevor and early 20s trevor are two completely fucking different people mm-hmm. and i feel like that kind of marked the point where i was like really finding myself and like my life it just happened to line up like perfectly well and so it's like that that album will always kind of be like this moment of like huge change and so sure, i completely sure. i completely agree with that yeah and so every time i hear it it immediately takes me back to my dorm like my uh my first apartment with john in at texas tech and it was just fuck. yeah i completely
2: get it I, one more thing i want to add and i think it's something that like i feel like we should all congratulate each other on is that like we can appreciate each other's music tastes and i feel like somewhere in the middle we've met yeah and i feel like we've met and been like what's up dude like how you yeah. doing and then yep. we just go our own way yeah and i feel like we can appreciate that and we could all come together and be like whoa like i feel like yeah giving someone a new taste of something is always important yeah and yeah, i feel yeah. like even if you fucking hate it fuck it what do you like what do you lose by finding it like what do you yeah. lose by like knowing it exists well like, i mean nothing. literally
0: acquired things are a taste like like a lot of these vans that i first listened to like modern baseball when i first heard them i didn't like them sure I, and it was only after like they kept popping up on pandora that i was like okay you know i dig this shit and now they're <laughs> like my favorite one of my favorite bands of all fucking time it So right. it's like yeah no like you got to you got to open yourself up to hearing new shit. Sure. And so I
2: I promise you I feel like and dude you can be like you can sit there and tell yourself like dude like I'm too cool for this. I'm too like yeah. I'm too good for this. Like fuck that shit. Like yeah. so you ever I can tell you any person that likes music and if you don't the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. Like if, if you like music, you have a guilty pleasure and it's not even really a guilty pleasure. It's like, you just grow up. Like yeah. you're too old. No, any I, any yeah, age is too old to oh, be that Okay. Way. So
0: actually we never got to that. We'll oh, finish shit. it up. We'll finish okay. it up with this one. All right. One. All right. Guilty pleasure. One guilty Ooh. pleasure that you like, that you that you would know, what, as you just said a minute ago, maybe other people would consider embarrassing.
1: Carmel dancing.
0: Who? What is that?
1: <laughs> Say it again. E- exactly. Uh, it's Carmel dancing. C-A-R-A-M-E-L-L D-A-N-S-E-N. I, I, I don't even know how to describe this song. Oh, I, I don't know how to convey this. That's two <laughs> words, right? One word. What?
0: That's even more Time fucking... Insane. Okay, so why is this your guilty pleasure? What is, what is guilty and pleasuring about
1: it? Well, it has a... Uh sort of like a cascada every time we touch kind of vibe oh okay hell yeah! Okay. it's a good song yeah. but it's it's even more <laughs> i think it has that vibe but like times two. Okay, Ooh. all right and not all to right. mention okay. it's also uh i think swedish say, oh, the, say okay. the name one more time carmel dancing
0: carmel Ooh. Danson. yeah interesting okay harrison what about you you got a you got a guilty right. pleasure
2: over there y'all know this and it's primus Okay, Okay. So, literally, the the whole joke around Primus is Primus sucks. That's literally... They have it on Uh t-shirts. Don't say it to me because, like, I will literally think you're a fan. So, like... (laughs) So, like... Primus is... I mean, they literally did the theme song for South Park, for those who don't know. Um, But, like... Again, I... I hate, like, Lainey hates it.
0: <laughs> I, she I hate fucking, it I know a
2: so
1: lot of much. people that hate it, and it's, fucking, it's
0: understandable. Because it terrifies me, oh, that's why. Like, it's I, it's I chaotic. Get, hold yeah, on, is get,
1: Primus the My Name is Mud? My Name is I'm, Mud. Yeah, that's <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, don't yeah. get me wrong. I I agree with you. Their music, if I just take out all of his lyrics, like everything that he says, it's, it, it hits, right. it's good. I'm about to make
2: you a fan, I bet, right now. Oh, Jesus bet Christ. This. So, apply the same thing you have apply the same knowledge about Bill Murray, right? Don't take it too seriously. Just listen to it. Especially yeah. if you're a musician, because I'm the same way. I found Primus after I realized, oh, fuck, this is the band that did the South Park theme song. Mm-hmm. Going down South Park, going to have my myself- show. Yeah. Like, obviously, the vocalist doesn't take himself seriously. No, he, um, no, but he doesn't. But like, straight up, if you can't sit here and tell me that Les Claypool is a great bass player, eat shit. Well, no, that,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like, the music is oh, good. Yeah. But like... What I don't know what the fuck it is, but like when he starts when he starts like singing, oh yeah, I, I am immediately given an anxiety attack. Like
1: fucking, fucking, fucking it a driver, shit Yes, face. like oh yeah. my
0: god! And then I'm watching like Mud when I'm watching like the fucking the music video for that. I'm like, this is a snuff <laughs> film. Like they fucking murdered a man on camera. Oh it's, my god!
2: It's so good, and oh, I I, can, I can't explain to people why I like it. No, but I'm I just no, like, I get it. I get I'm just it. like, dude, I don't give a fuck. Like if you don't like, I I understand why people hate it. But I understand why people love it too. It's a weird middle ground. Yeah, no, I I
0: get it. So uh, mine, if I had to pick like something as like a broader term for what my guilty pleasure is, I like, I do like a decent amount of like pop country. So it's like, okay, I, I, I love. You were talking about Keith Urban. I love Keith Urban. I love like Blake Shelton. Uh, fucking, uh, Old Dominion. I mean, I will jam them all the time. Okay, I
2: heard you say Dominion earlier. Old Dominion, yeah. Is, is that a you said a country? They're pop, pop country? country.
0: They're pop country. Yeah. I've
2: never heard of they. Anything.
0: They're the ones that sings like a uh, hotel key. She came a hotel key. <laughs> oh, that's them. Yeah, that's I them. Had no idea. I love Old Dominion. And then like <laughs> okay. Thomas Rhett, he's pop. He's pop country too. Okay. I love him. And he's good. So like that's like kind of like my broader thing. I do like some pop country, but right. if there's one song that I'm like that's my guilty pleasure but like i'll fucking sing to it like i don't give a fuck is uh justin timberlake's uh not a bad thing it's not a bad thing to fall in love Uh, with with me me. Uh. and it sounds like it's like in sync like it literally sounds like in sync but it's just justin timberlake like i will fucking jam out to that song and everyone will think i am flaming like i fucking love that r&b is slept
2: on yeah sometimes slept on yeah. It's good.
0: All right, so we're going to go ahead and wrap it up there. We've been going for about the allotted amount of time. So I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Modern Goodies Podcast. I have been your host, Trevor King Minor, and on the mic we have had Michael and Harrison. So tune us tune in to next week for Season 1, Episode 9. We are almost done with the season, and we will tell you what the topic is there. So uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and have a good night. Pornhub.com.
1: Pornhub.com. <laughs> <laughs>